From ComedyFilmNerds.com With Graham Elwood The floating force of Pandora Ever heard of it? And Chris Mancini What clan are you from? This is the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast It's not that great This is not the ninja movie I signed up for Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast, episode 20. My name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the uh, world headquarters of Comedy Film Nerds. Uh, Kind of an exciting episode, Chris. It is. You know, we've got a lot to uh, announce and unveil, if you will, audibly. 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 We are using our very own, not an intern supplied. We very much appreciate the intern supplied equipment, but we purchased, guys, our own soundboard. With not just a soundboard. Microphones. Microphones. Microphone cables. Um, we had already had an existing microphone. And Jay, cheese guy, I don't know. It didn't, the mic, your microphone didn't work. Uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe you tried to eat it first. It smelled uh, like Gouda. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little weird. It was weird. It was, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the stinky cheese of microphones. <laughs> uh, but we got it. We got microphones. We got a new board. We're so excited. We're actually a fully functioning podcast and August. This is it. We start weekly episodes, you guys. Yes. Uh, oh, you know what you forgot? What? You forgot uh, the, what's not under the laptop right now. Oh, my God. A chill pack. Chris, <laughs> stall while I go get it out of the fridge. <laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll introduce our guest while you're doing that. Because uh, I'm really excited about our guest right now. Our guest is probably the most prolific writer to our site. And Wait, I oh, say- I'm sorry. I gra- was that, should I grab the frozen chicken that's in your fridge or the chill pack? <laughs> chill pack? Chill pack. B- grab the one that Dean Hagelin invented. Okay. <laughs> he didn't invent chicken breasts? <laughs> Just the way you prepare them delightfully. <laughs> uh, delightfully. Yeah. We're get cooking tips yeah. from our writers pretty Dean soon. Dean Hagelin's chill pack and uh, yeah. chicken recipes. Yeah. That's take, the- take some... <laughs> Take some frozen chicken breasts, wrap them in a sweater. They'll yeah. work just like a chill pack. <laughs> Put them under your laptop. And then you got a great meal that's ready to cook after you do your podcast. I always get peckish. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have chicken nearby. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't want to have chicken nearby? Seriously. Oh. Oh, um, I thought you, you kitty porn. You're talking about kitty porn. What? Right? No, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Just, wrong, oh, wrong show. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my, go in the freezer. That's my kittypornnerds.com yeah. show. <laughs> that's probably a real website. I, I hate to say that that exists. Now the FCC is going to call. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they can't. Internet. We can do whatever we want. It, Suck it. it. <laughs> yeah. You meant kitty. You meant cats anyway. Yeah, kitty, like yeah. meow, meow, meow. What did yeah. you think I yeah, meant? You I freak? Just, no, that's what I thought. I'm just confirming. That's what I thought. <laughs> just confirming. Yeah. I, uh, I love talking about cats. Yeah. Why are you? Everyone loves cats. So our guest. I think the listener just got informed about a lot of things. Yes. I think, I think schooled, we're, really. we're, we're schooled. We just did yeah. a lot of helping. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the backbone of our uh, site as far as movie reviews go, actually almost every week, this uh, yes. writer provides us with a movie review, and we're getting tweets now. Yay, another Neil Weekly review. Get out. I swear to God. Yeah. You I have a fan little, base? You yes. have a fan base. Ladies and gentlemen, the average moviegoer, <laughs> Neil T. Weekly. 
Why, hello there. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great announcer voice. Oh, no, he brought his podcast voice. I said, bring it. I said, bring your podcast voice. That's right. He said, is that Hi, anything guys. like my radio voice? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. They're very subtle differences. Yes, there are. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hi, Graham. How are you? <laughs> wow, that sounds like the 300 episodes of game shows I did. Um, <laughs> out of the lightning round with Neil Wakely. <laughs> um, yeah, now man. Let's cram. Let's <laughs> you snooze, you lose, Chris. Um, that was how I would actually say the end of the show. Yeah. Um, you would actually say you snooze, you lose, Chris, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I would always, it was shout out, like the way Carol Burnett would pull on her ear. Yeah. Well, it has their thing, their hook. Wow, did I just alienate a large portion of our audience? Um, yeah, people that don't like pulling on their ears. Don't alienate your ear pulling crowd. Um, oh no, we're always we're always alienating some segment of our fan base at every show, and it's my fault. Um, no, does, Neil um, uh, has been with us from the very beginning uh, since we created the site two years ago, April of '08. Yes, um, over two years ago, back when it was just a site that you couldn't navigate and no podcast, and no podcast, yes. and. Um, no chill packs. No chill packs. No chill no. packs. No. We just had a handful of items that we sold, and uh, and different size banners on at the top of everyone's review. Yes, different yes. size <laughs> banners. Yes, <laughs> and a a inbox full of emails saying love your site. Uh, I love the content of your site, but the site itself sucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what made our site also unique? It was non-searchable. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was just great. We really wanted to keep people away. We kind yeah. of like the labyrinth. If you solve the riddle, you win. Yeah. Well, you, you were kind of working on a late, late 80s website. Right. So. It was... We were using a Chris's Commodore 64. Was that a bad computer choice? And we we put a down payment on a video toaster for our video (laughs) editing later. Uh, We were thinking about adding a Pong flash app, but we just figured, yeah, you know, maybe it's a little outdated. Yeah, might want to go with something. We'll get the retro crowd unwittingly. Yes. Um, So yes, Neil, uh, for our fans, has been writing. He he writes every week uh and it's just about it's just it's a coincidence that his last name happens to be weekly that's not like a joke or a stage name or anything like that that just happens to be we didn't go whoever's got the best last name yeah. for continuing to write will get the job plus it wouldn't have worked because neil's real last name is biannual yeah, <laughs> yeah so we had to change it <laughs> had to change it to weekly yeah uh, and I came, and I used to live in Strongsville, Ohio. So, wow, nice. Run with that one, if you will. <laughs> um, well, let's uh, let's, let's do get, our shout outs. Let's get to some shout outs. Some announcements. We have some amazing announcements. I'll go first with shout outs. Okay. Um, I want to thank everyone that came out to the uh, Pot the Vote tour that I did throughout California, Sacramento, uh, Visalia. A special, extra special shout out to Viceo because I'm here as I normally do, drinking my Vita Coco coconut water that gets me through. I, w- I wish they were a sponsor because I love them so much. You hear that Vita Coco? Well, now they don't have to be a sponsor. You keep mentioning them every goddamn episode. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, anonymous coconut water company um, that I'll mention your name if you pay us. Can't um, ask much. Yeah, uh, no, I. The executives are listening right now, going sucker, sucker. What an idiot. Um, we won't even send him a free case. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we, we're at this, uh, this, this gig in Visalia, California, which was great. Uh, a really cool small town. Literally, I felt like I was on the set of American Graffiti. Um, and, uh, and, and they, I get backstage and they're like, do you guys want some, you want some coconut water? I'm like, you have coconut water at a rock club 
in uh, in Visalia, and they're like, no, we listen to your podcast, and we know you drink it, so we brought it. I'm like, you guys are amazing. That's and it awesome. was laced with roofies. Yes, and the Even guy better. the guy took advantage of me. Yeah. Um, That's good with the, the cool cat thing earlier. Yes. Yeah. Really well. <laughs> Graham wins. <laughs> it was great. The guy had soft hands. Let me put it to you that way. Um, <laughs> they felt like kittens. <laughs> Your hands feel like kittens is maybe the creepiest thing I've ever heard anybody say. Your hands feel like. Can you imagine if you said that to a girl? She would. Would she be like, "Thanks, I guess." Your hands feel like kittens. How would you know that? How would you be able, like, what are you doing with kittens to know? Oh, that's insane. I. We need to end this episode right now. Neil, go back to work. Yeah. This is horrible. Thanks, Visalia. Good night. Um, no, those are my uh, shout outs. And then we did a bunch of great shows at the the Punchline in San Francisco and the San Jose Improv. Amazing shows. Thanks to all the fans that came out. And also, I was just uh, uh, headlining Go Bananas in Cincinnati, which was a great club. So thanks to everybody who came out to those shows and, and wore Palm Strike shirts and, and the like. It was good, solid fun. Well, I actually had a, um, a fallout. I ended up being in Las Vegas at the Improv the, uh, last week. And, you know, I hadn't announced it on the show because it was a fallout. But still, people came up to me at the show, loved the podcast. Oh, that's great. So they man. just happened cool. to be there, which was very cool. And uh, also a shout-out to uh, Andrew Johnstone. He runs a, uh, a podcast called Podcast Squared. Uh, I just did an interview for him, and that episode just went live. And it's a it's an interesting podcast. It's a podcast that reviews other podcasts. Oh, right on. Other podcasts. And so. they panned us. They hated us. So, that, so, no, no, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, so I went on, you know, trying to set the record straight, and uh, um, uh, I failed. So uh, <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Well, they just haven't met us yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. They just need to sit down and have so, a cup of coffee. So we're probably gonna have to send him a kitten. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Maybe just hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to go over? Oh, <laughs> I have a good moisturizer at home. I can... Oh man. Oh yes, they are the there. They deserve some kitten hands. You know what? The funny thing too is that we we're getting print reviews on the on the uh, podcast too, and uh, they're all positive. But the one uh, pet peeve. Uh, that comes up every once in a while that we go on tangents. Oh, well, like, sorry. <laughs> Two daughters opinion really. Is that really what the, she's she writing something? At she has her own school? website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in kindergarten. We go she has up a on review tangents. Site. I um, think, I think hands uh, feeling like kittens is very relatable to films. <laughs> and if you can't see that, then you don't understand movies. Because that reminds me, we're going to be talking about ghostwriter later. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, absolutely. Mental note. Um, so, no, yeah. Like so kittens. should we get into our big announcement? Let's get into our big announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have in the iPhone store, uh, iTunes. I believe that's the iPhone store. Uh, <laughs> wow. This is uh, a horror. You're really yeah. <laughs> ruining this announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, so. we're proud to announce the Comedy Film Nerds iPhone app available right now. Boom. Chris, what does that that's app right. do? That, it's pretty amazing, really. It, um, um, Makes your hands feel like kittens. <laughs> <laughs> meow, 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 yeah. meow, iPhone app. Meow, 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 yeah. meow. It uses the accelerometer. <laughs> to, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I have um, a question though. If I open the iPhone after Comedy Film Nerves, will and I do it here in the room while we're doing the show, will I open a rift in the time space continuum? Or? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So don't do it. The garage yeah, will. Yeah, don't do it. So the, uh, it will yes. explode. It'll collapse so, into a black hole. Yes. If you do that right. Here, now. Here's some all great right. things about the app. It'll actually you get all the episodes. You get. Um, uh, they won't take up space. You don't have to download them, and you can get uh, older episodes. You can all of them, all of them, all, all of them. There. They're all there, and you can contact us immediately through one uh, touch through Facebook. You can email us. You can get to our Twitter account. And uh, here's the most amazing thing, Graham. There's yes. going to be some uh, exclusive content just on the Ooh, iPhone neat. app. Uh, to give you an example, our last episode, episode 19 with Matt Weinhold. He gives you a little uh, little movie pick um, about Nazi zombies off the Florida Keys, yes. uh, shockwaves. Oh, sweet. So it's great. And what we're going to do, so you're like, oh, it's an iPhone. Why am I going to buy that? I already get the podcast. There's a lot of extras. It's it's convenient. It, it's We're actually going to be going back to every old episode and adding extra content. Yeah, we're going to add it. extra content every episode. Yeah. And we're going to periodically slide in little... Uh, little deals. We're going to make it worth your while. The iPhone, app, Yeah, it, it's $1.99. So we're going to make sure it you guys... It pays for itself. It, it, it'll pay for itself. Absolutely. So we're gonna hide little deals in there, you know. Go back to the old episodes and Easter eggs. Uh, yep, yes. yep. Little kitten hands, Easter eggs, if you will. Yes. <laughs> that make you money. For those quiet times yeah. alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, Nobody's not quite enough. You need <laughs> kitten hands. Kitten hands along with it. We're going to have downloadable kitten hands. That's going to be on the site. That's awesome. Okay, one of our fans is making the bumper sticker right now. <laughs> I can see it. Somebody's, somebody's yeah. probably writing the code for that. <laughs> kitten hands app. Yeah. Somebody's writing it right now yeah. as we speak. <laughs> It'll be done by the time we're done talking. Yeah. All right, we got it. Um, we got it. Let's we move, move it along. Move Hold on. on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's go into uh, movie theaters. Let's start with Salt. You saw that, Graham? Yes, I saw Salt, um, and, uh, you know, it's okay. And and here's one of the reasons why I kind of want to support this movie is that it and Inception are the only of, of big-budget studio films this summer that are original screenplays. Everything else is a pre-existing property in some yeah. capacity. And so a friend of mine who works at the WGA told me that, and, he, and, and when I hear that, that makes me go because – if these movies don't do, I mean, Inception already has done really well. What was Night and Day based on? Uh, Night and Day was based on on rebuilding John, Tom Cruise's. Yes, <laughs> that, that came it was out of a marketing campaign. Yeah, it was no, just a PR firm was. came up with that. Um, Don Draper wrote wrote that. Come on, Mad Men reference. Um, <laughs> so uh, I mean, the majority of the movies have been that. And so if you don't want to see like, uh, you know. The shape up shoe, the movie next summer, um, <laughs> then, uh, then, then go see salt. I mean, it's interesting. You know, it's, 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 I like salt. Um, I really like Angelina Jolie. Lev Shriver is great. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some things that are sort of standard, you know, rogue spy stuff in it and stuff like that. But uh, again, the action is decent. And now, it, how was like the stunts and the action sequences? Cause Dean Hagelin said, Angelina Jolie had her, um, stunt coordinator second unit direct a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and you can and tell. Ha- okay, you, looks you can, good. You can really tell. I mean, she, you know, is is such a good action star. Um, you know, she's just a good action star, yeah. not a good action star for a woman. She's a good action star across the board, and mm-hmm. and she's always engaging and entertaining to watch. And it was, you know, it was kind of interesting because this one focused on like Russian stuff. So it's usually action stuff now is, is terrorism and all that. So this was like 
you know, rogue uh, Soviet stuff, which was old just school, old school, of, yeah. old school Soviet stuff. You know, a little twister Rui at the end. You know, which you well, it had to have that. Yeah, which is you know, you kind of could <laughs> that she was a ghost. Yes, yeah, so she was a uh, she was a kitten hand, um, <laughs> a kitten handed ghost. She was a kitten handed ghost. Meow 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 meow. I'm in your dreams. <laughs> Well, that changes the whole movie. Yeah, it does. Really. Yeah. If you complain about these tangents, you're dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, it, yeah, it was, it was, a, I mean, I think it's an entertaining film to watch. It's a fine summer movie. You know now, what I mean? was it, now comparing it to Night and Day, was it too much like an old Hollywood blockbuster kind of thing that people aren't interested in, or did it feel a little fresher? I think it felt a little fresher. I even mean, with Russians in it? Even with Russians, <laughs> yes. With the Soviet <laughs> Union. Not too um, stale, <laughs> and uh, the which same, is weird is actually relevant again because we've actually they cut those hot Russian spies yeah, yeah. those who just didn't really divulge anything that we didn't know already right they, they, like <laughs> True. they're gonna tell you where the Pentagon is well, I think people can find that <laughs> yeah. on a map yeah, like um, a guy with a plane found it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, wow outstanding Neil Weekly I was um, gonna say Google Maps Google but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sure, that's the same technology they use. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know it did. It didn't feel like there were some moments I was like, you know, we're a little slow. Um, but it wasn't. It didn't completely kind of go off the rails the way Night and Day did. Like, not, like I said, Night and Day started really strong and then just yeah. kind of went. What? There was never any moments like that. There was moments where you're like, oh, okay, I kind of okay spy movie. I know what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. But but it was it was it was it's a fine entertaining movie and they're all. I mean, Lev Shriver. I think there's an article in uh, Entertainment Weekly that he's like one of the, you know he's just like underrated like he's an amazing actor. He is. And I agree. He, he doesn't get that credit, you know. No, he and doesn't. He should. He should because he's really solid and understated. And, and all the supporting people in there. He rises. He he makes a, a level of a movie actually go up. Yeah, like, he does. Yeah. Like uh, you know, movies that are kind of below average to average, he kicks them up a notch. Absolutely. Yeah, and 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 with with. You know, and we talked about before too when we were when we were previewing the possibilities of this movie that one of the things we like about Angelina Jolie is, is same thing with her husband is her and Brad Pitt don't just pick scripts and phone them. And same thing we said about Leonardo DiCaprio, right. you know, with, Even though you and I didn't quite like Inception, but uh, you know, I I believe Angelina Jolie picks a script that's good. And she controls her career. She controls her career. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why she uses the the director for the the action guy for the second unit and stuff like that. And you really feel that. It's not just some, you know, this was concocted in a in a in a boardroom, you know what I mean, yeah. with a bunch of suits. Like it, it felt like, all right, they were trying to make an interesting movie. She looked a little emaciated. I mean, she's been slowly losing weight and getting skinnier every movie. I think she looked fine. I think she yeah. she looked fine. She looked like a badass, like she always does. I mean, Miller came reds ten pounds. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Um, that's why we do podcasts. Um, yeah, so yeah, I liked true. it. I liked. It. I thought. I, I, I thought it's worth seeing. It's not. It's not going to blow you out of the water, but it's a good film. Dean liked it. He, yep. There's a re- lengthy review on the site about how it kind of takes you to action film school, and that's yeah. that's what I like to hear about the action sequences because the Bourne movies are good, but man, the action drives me crazy yeah. in those movies. That yeah. crazy, shaky close-up camera where you can't happening. see anything. Well, I think there's some cool action going here, but I can't, <laughs> I can't see tell. it because it's handheld, blurry, and in close-up. Right. Yeah. So, okay, well now, uh, and I remember the first time that was used. That first time that was used was actually in Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. uh, when oh, yeah. Gary Busey fought, uh, Mel Gibson at the end because he's supposed to be like a martial arts master and realized, well, Mel Gibson 
Kind of not really a martial arts master. <laughs> More of an alcoholic so, racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so like, so you realize exactly. the only way they could shoot that is to, you know, extreme quick cuts, extreme close-ups so you don't know what's going on. And then I'm like, oh, somebody must have seen that and go, hey, we could make a movie out of that. <laughs> yeah, we can make a movie out of that. We can cover up uh, actors that aren't, that aren't believable. And Angelina Jolie, you know. We want to see it as action fans. She, that's what yes, we want to see. She works really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, she trains hard. She's got great fight choreography, mm-hmm. and I want to see it. I want to see a well. I want to see some. I want to see some serious ass kicking. Yes. and know that it's happening. Yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to watch it and go, man. That maybe you could do that. Yeah, you know what I mean? right. grab the guy, mm-hmm. snap his leg, kick the other. Like I want to mm-hmm. see that. I mean, that to me is what is is I like about the action genre. You know, so it's yeah. it's, it's it's definitely worth seeing. Great. All right, let's get into it. Dinner with Schmucks. Uh, Boy, yes. Chris, you want to start this? Uh, yes, I will. This movie, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I saw it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to see it for the site. I went in, I'm not even going to say I went in with low expe- expectations. I went in with no expectations. I thought, okay, well, you know, let's see if this could be kind of cool. It was horrible. It was a horrible movie. <laughs> and it was horrible for a number of different reasons. First, The first one being, you're like, there's a lot of really talented people in this movie that are given nothing to do. And that's the most frustrating thing. How, how do you assemble this much talent in your film and just and waste them and actually make them almost look less talented because they're trying to do your horrible movie? Yeah. And it's a remake of a, of a French film. A French film, by the way, that never actually gets to the dinner. <laughs> wow. And, uh, uh, which is apparently much better, this movie. But when you have a mean-spirited comedy like this, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You could have funny, cool, mean-spirited comedies like Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, or even like Observe and Report. Now, imagine if uh, the director of Observe and Report, Jody Hill, right? Yeah. I believe so. Uh, we don't have our intern here to check. <laughs> uh, now, imagine what he could have done with a movie like Dinner with Schmucks, where it given it an edge and actually made it really kind of cool, or even like uh, uh, the foot fist way, like mm-hmm. make it really character-driven and interesting and fun, and literally without a conscience. That would have been a good movie. Instead, we get this half-assed, oh, these guys, are we're kind of making fun of them, but we're not really, it's wrong to make fun of them. Like, okay, Hollywood assholes, you have no idea what's right or wrong, for one, because right. you lack yeah. a complete moral center in, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in yeah. the way you run your business and your lives. So you have no idea what this movie is or what it could be or what it's supposed to be. So it falls flat on many different levels that all go into a big, dark, circular hole of cinematic garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks because everyone's so great. I'm like, I, Zach Galifianakis, I think, has mm-hmm. been, and he's become, you know, I forget he's been acting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's, a, he's really entertaining mm-hmm. to watch, I think. Paul Rudd. They're all funny yeah, people. I go into more detail, actually, in the, the review on the site, but just broad, in broad strokes, it's just, it was a real misfire. It really, you know, yeah. I went into it thinking, the trailer, I was like, this could be wacky, but I thought, I thought, there's, these people, there's enough funny people in here to where there's gonna just be enough laugh out loud jokes that'll carry me through it, that I'll like it. And you even our I mean? buddy Rick Overton's in it at the end. Yes, He's no one of the way. schmucks. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the, the credits, it was like Jeff Dunham. I was like, wow, yeah. I want to see what this guy does. You know what I mean? Cause he, if you've been a road comic, Jeff Dunham's been around forever. You know what's weird? He played a ventriloquist. What the? Isn't that odd? Like I knew, I knew he'd be a ventriloquist at the dinner when I saw it. Yeah. But I, I, I was like, I got so just like I was. I saw the movie with a comic. We were on the road. Nikki Glaser. She was. We were. She was working on another club in Cincinnati, and we just like, oh, let's go to a movie. And we just kept looking at each other. We first we were making sarcastic comments about how the movie wasn't funny, and that got old. We were just like. 
I got to the, the people fe- around you. I got the feeling what they did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to the people who were like, was there anybody around you? At not that not many. <laughs> there were some people laughing who also laughed at the little Fockers trailer. Oh boy. Cause Fockers sounds like another word. It what? sure does. Yeah. And they'll say it over and over. It sounds like money. Yeah. It sounds like just churn it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, and I just was like, man. And I got the feeling like, you know, Steve Carella is is such a funny guy that I got the feeling they did that thing that that movies, you know, dumb comedy movies will do is they'll take a a, a really funny and famous comedic actor like Steve Carell and go, just let him go, just yeah. let him riff, and it's like, I, you know, I don't <laughs> I, see. I felt it was actually the opposite. I, I felt they like they didn't let any of the comedians riff. Like, no, you got to stick to these horrible lines because it really felt. I, they really looked constrained to me. Yeah. Like they couldn't literally do anything. I felt like no. they were just trying, if they were riffing, it was riffing within the, the boundaries of this horrible script. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like that they, could I, be. I, that it could just, be. it just felt like, and when he would. Well, maybe we'll have Rick Overton on. Maybe uh, yeah. we'll have him. Let right. us know. I, we yeah. left. We never, it was an hour into the movie and we left because I was like, I don't care if they get to this dinner or not. I don't, I don't, I just, I want to leave because I know what the ending is going to be and I'm leaving. And I called you as soon as I got yeah. home because I knew you'd seen it, and, and you told me what the ending was. I went, "Yeah, all right. yeah, of course, of course." Did and, you see uh, this, Neil? <laughs> no, I did not. And it I was, you know, it didn't felt really have so a whole lot of good for you. Desire, really. yeah, it it's... felt so contrived and expected. It was like, well, it doesn't even resonate. I'm like, well, this is how you know Hollywood thinks this movie should end. You know what? Th- throw a curveball. If you're going to make a movie like this, make it right. Make it end weird or mm-hmm. or you know or something unexpected. Nope. Yeah, it's one of those things too, like. <laughs> Paul Rudd is stuck with Steve Carell's character where you're just like, I hate comedies where it's like the Gilligan joke of, you know what I mean? The guy just keeps wagging it up and it's like any, they would never last in real life where the person would go, okay, you've been an idiot once, maybe get out. Yeah. 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 I'm not tolerating. I don't, I have to live in a real world. I don't don't have to hang out with you. Yes. Get the hell (laughs) out of here. You're a disaster. (laughs) Don't, who are you stranger? Don't come into my home. You know, and they just all these contrived. Well, I need to go to the dinner to impress my boss. Shut up! It was just like it was <laughs> so contrived. Like I would rather have the old staple comedy movie of we got to raise money to save the blah blah the save fraternity, the saying the orphanage, whatever <laughs> that worked for or Blues the UH, Brothers, the, the UHF, radio station, the UHF, yes, station. Yes, UHF, exactly. <laughs> save the UHF station. Yeah. Save the fraternity in old that's school. Right. Yep. Like that. That's fine. Just give me that. You yeah. know what I mean? And just then have Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, they gotta yes. save the. They gotta save everything. Save, everything. save yeah. the thing. Save the orphanage and Blues Brothers. I don't. Yeah, it'll yeah. be fine. And just mm-hmm. have these funnies dance number. You know, like why? Oh. <laughs> and their set pieces were so like. Oh, they built a movie around that. And and okay, it's a remake of a French, French. comedy. Really, we're going to France for comedies. Now that surprises yeah, yeah. me. Okay. Completely. And of yeah. course, it it makes me crazy because there's yeah. a lot of remakes being made this year and next year of. Porn films. Well, that's right. I, I put it so, in the print review. I was like, really? really? Hollywood couldn't come up with its own yeah. asshole movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah. It's like, exactly. you'd, there's enough of them working in Hollywood. Yeah. You'd yeah. Think like, really? the Dinner for film. executives. Yeah. <laughs> just don't shoot the movie. Just turn the camera around. Right. And let it run for 90 minutes. Yeah, look minutes. in the mirror, fuckstick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, we gotta, we gotta move this along. <laughs> all right, what's next? Uh, the kids are all right. You saw that. Yes, I did see that. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's overall, it's a, it's a movie uh, that I like. Uh, again, people I really like. Annette Bening, I really like watching Julianne Moore, um, Mark Ruffalo, uh, and and the girl that plays the young teenage. She's like nineteen in the in the movie. She's the girl from Alice in Wonderland, I think. Oh yeah, she yeah, yeah. she did a great job. Um, 
there's some parts in it that like I I I almost feel like I need to see the movie again because there's some parts that I'm like what the but maybe just the the dis the way they were depicting the dysfunctionality of all of these people made me uneasy but maybe that's a good thing and in, in, in looking back in retrospect I'm like because there's some there's some there's some dysfunction that happens in this movie within this sort of isn't it supposed to make you uncomfortable yeah though, I think that's that's the whole thing and 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 so I, I looking back at it I'm like well then in, in that sense the movie in those areas really succeeded and it at first it didn't feel believable but then I was like no actually actually it does feel believable and I think they did a nice balance of comedy and serious stuff um so it was like Cannonball Run. Yeah, it was absolutely like Cannonball Run. <laughs> Dom DeLuise came in. Burt Reynolds slapped him. It was great. <laughs> Put the Cannonball Run movies in your Netflix queue, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's really good performances, and it, and it really kind of goes after this. It, 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 you know, it shows on, on paper it's this very untraditional family unit of a lesbian couple and the right. sperm donor dad. But then you kind of see, well – they have the dysfunction that every family has. You know what I mean? It's like that old saying of 97% of the people are, there's, or whatever, 95% of the families are dysfunctional. The other 5% are in denial. You know? <laughs> so I, it was, it was really, it was just the way they handled it. I thought was really interesting. And, and again, Annette Benning is, she kind of steals the show, but everyone in it's really good. So oh, cool. class act. I recommend seeing class act. Yeah, oh, is, that, yeah. is it limited release or is it getting a wider release? Now? I think it's, Kind of one of those semi-wide releases, right, like it's right. not just LA and New York, because I saw it. Um, I think I saw it in Visalia. Oh, okay, good. So, and hopefully, people won't confuse it with the Who. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the it's not a documentary. It's right. actually well, just, uh, that's a great movie too, though. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. sure. Just don't want them to be walking in going, "What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why are there lesbians in this Who movie? <laughs> that looks nothing like Pete. Oh wait, yes, it does. <laughs> 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 yes, Pete Townsend. Yeah. You look like Annette Benning. Uh, oh, 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 that's an insult to Annette Benning. You know yeah, what? That's, that's not fair to Annette Benning. She's really a beautiful not, woman yeah, at any age. I love is, you, Annette. Is not a fair. I'm sure she's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening and drinking coconut water. Yeah. <laughs> warming up her kitten hands. Giving Warren Beatty the kitten hands that he so richly deserves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right all right speaking of kitten hands let's go to the viking movie uh, <laughs> yeah the neil weekly this is what, a movie completely devoid of kitten hands <laughs> <laughs> and other things that yes. was kind of annoying you have a long print review on the uh, on the site but uh, yeah well about it's, it. it's you know viking movie you think this is going to be awesome because it's vikings and Vikings are awesome. Sure. We love Vikings. Who doesn't, I and mean, what guy doesn't like to see a bunch of guys wearing, you know, metal horned hats killing everybody? Even Hagger the Horrible, you would still read it. Sure. <laughs> Even had the guy with the little, uh, oil can hat, the right. little sidekick. <laughs> 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 I don't know, where did the oil can hat come from? Right? Yeah, that, what period? Like in he's the Viking a hobo. Is he a hobo from it's the hobo 20s? Viking. <laughs> he's riding the rails with the Vikings. But I don't know. So room for any fifty cents. I'm a man of means by no means. Boom, boom, Hagger the horrible. Come on. I just sing the whole song. Uh, so you know, this movie is really like a Viking movie where like. You'd, if you dropped acid when you sat down, by you got by the time you got forty five minutes in, it, it kicked in. Because the first like third of this movie is really it's grisly and realistic and gritty and and, and intense. Like this is they're like this is going to be pretty cool, I think. And then they get to this part where they're on a ship 
going to the Holy Land and nothing happens. <laughs> it's just like, and it's the longest boat ride and they're all just lying there. It's like Titanic before the iceberg. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you're hoping they hit an iceberg. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guy who directed this directed a really cool movie called Bronson, like a biopic about like the most violent British killer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I totally recommend it. I thought it was about the uh, behind the scenes of Death Wish. No, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> but it's a really good movie. But it's why it's it's so weird that he'd make this is a completely different kind of movie. We did like the Pusher work. trilogy too. Yeah, the uh, Pusher trilogy, uh, and then and the same actor, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, is mm-hmm. the is plays One Eye, who's the main character in, in Valhalla Rising. He's apparently in the Pusher film mm. um, with two eyes. But yes, yes. <laughs> so you know, it opens really awesome. It's really violent. And then it, it totally devolves, and it's so funny. You guys were talking up with, with Matt. I think you mentioned it, you know, avant-garde, yeah, yeah, Viking film. And, and you're, I'm totally the second I was watching the movie. I heard, I heard you say, "Explore your color palette," right? <laughs> because because it's totally it's just like all the washed-out, cool grays yep. and stuff. And then it, it it shifts to where like one eye has these visions, and they they go into like really like intense like blood red. <laughs> that man, it doesn't make any sense. Vikings are really it big into visions. It seems like to me, like there's always a lot of Viking visions. So yeah, they have spirit animals, right? All sorts. Okay, of stuff. not yeah. in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> no spirit animals in this movie. That might have made it more interesting. <laughs> Just brightly colored visions. Yeah, and and so if you were going to see part of this movie, Neil, would you recommend the first or second? Sure, part? twenty thirty minutes. Watch that, and then just and then walk out. Okay. <laughs> right. So pay like sneak into it while you're waiting to go see another film. Sure, so it's like Book of Eli. Yes, yeah. yeah. yes, exactly. The beginning and then just yeah. make up the rest on your own. And no yeah. one, and there's almost no dialogue at all. Oh, really? Almost okay. no dialogue. Your main character says nothing. Not even one. Doesn't even grunt in the entire movie. Nothing. Wow. And there's lots of moments of staring meaningfully into nothingness. What is your favorite Viking <laughs> With movie? The audience or in the, on screen? Both. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it we're all people were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> no. What is your favorite Viking movie? Uh. Well, you know this. Is what my well favorite Viking movie? There aren't. You know what? There aren't enough Viking movies. Right. There should be more. What did you think? I know. I don't Eric know. Eric the Viking. Really? There's so few. <laughs> my favorite. Eric the Viking. Eric the Viking. with Tim Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I like. I, I don't know. If this is technically qualifies as a Viking movie, but Thirteenth Warrior. I really. That, of course, you know that was a right. Viking movie. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and all the actors they cast. I was like. All these giant no-name dudes. I was like, these guys are awesome. That's one of those movies that is just like always buried underneath yeah. everything. And no one ever talk, – like people don't even talk about The 13th Warrior. It's really great. I think it's a really entertaining movie yeah. and it's really yeah. an interesting story. It was story. based on really underrated. by Michael uh, – Yeah, Eaters of the Dead. Or Crichton. Crichton. Well, Crichton. Not this right. Michael Crichton. Yeah, Michael Crichton. The Jurassic Park yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All but, right. Well – Yeah, it's, it's – yeah, it, it's – Falls apart. There's no plot. It's it's unfortunate. No, it's it's pretty sometimes, but pretty and no plot. Let's talk about Charlie St. Cloud. Yes. Bada bing. <laughs> uh, this movie completely tanked. No one went to see it, including the three people in this room. <laughs> uh, but uh, the I, thing you look at I, this movie, you're like, I know who, that saw it. who's it? <laughs> really? Yeah. Because you Ooh. wonder who is this movie Your for? Niece? Boy, no. It's actually it is a student at USC. I think oh. it's a girl. And are they getting expelled now because they saw this? <laughs> <laughs> she made she made another guy in our office go see it and, and he was he was mortified. Oh. He was absolutely mortified. It looks like one of those movies that it's like uh it it tries to tug on your heartstrings but just makes you angry. Even if you want your heartstrings tugged. It's just it, it it's one of those movies that like, well, who is this for? People that 
want to be depressed but go away angry. Is that that's yeah. about, it's like, no, I don't like it, who, I don't know which negative emotion yeah, I want to I mean, feel today. Is that oh, so it no sense. We'll get a whole off. spectrum of them. <laughs> if we go see Charlie St. Cloud, I'll feel crampy, depressed, angry. I, <laughs> I'm feeling way too happy today. I think I'd like to go see Charlie St. Cloud. Yeah, I, I mean, what kind of marketing miserable. campaign is that? I didn't even get the trailer. I watched. It, I was like, "What? So what is he doing? He's, He's playing catch with his dead brother." And he saves a lake village from a thing? From or? a sea monster. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now stop right there. Well, yeah. it's the same thing. I watched the first 20 minutes. I left, and then I made up the rest oh, of my head. That's, yes. Yes. See, the, the Viking, sea monster, I might have gone to see it. Yeah. It's a Viking sea monster, yeah. and then he executes a bunch of Hollywood executives at a dinner yeah. um, with a ventriloquist. I would have gone to hats. see Valhalla St. Cloud. Valhalla Saint Cloud. As long as he's wearing the helmet with the horns, because not one of the one, not one of those in the movie. Or an either. oil can. Oh, if Charlie Saint Cloud had an oil can, yeah, had an oil can hat, I'd see that too, because it'd be like he deserves the oil can hat. Riding boxcars around small lake towns, the stick with the little handkerchief. Oh my God, the phone! That's what Charlie Saint Cloud. Zach Efron's agent is calling us right now. <laughs> like, stop talking! Stop bashing Charlie Saint Cloud. Should we pause it? All right, yeah, you want to right. answer the phone. Wow, was that a stupid phone call? Yeah, um, that, that was work trying to find Neil. We had, <laughs> well, so much for turning off the phone's ringer. Yeah, <laughs> don't turn that off. We've only been doing twenty episodes. Yeah, and we uh, we kind of forget that every time. Yeah, wait, you know, we? It's more wait, whose okay. house are we in? All right, all right, it's me. <laughs> I can't it's even like, blame it on the intern. He's I not know. here today. It's like me. It's like me constantly saying our first guest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that we're 37 minutes in. Our first guest today has done a fine job. Um, all right, so let's get into um, let's get into just overall with Neil the, uh, the the summer movies. Now, summer movies have always been like almost like a special thing for movie fans. I mean, we always look forward to it. It's always like a big deal. It's yeah. always when they they're supposedly the tent poles. They just roll out the really big movies. But uh, this summer. Not so much. Tingola. So, so Neil, it's what's your good? What, what's your perspective on this summer, and as opposed to maybe last summer or the summer before? Well, I mean, last summer I had, you know, the dark. You know, that was two summers. Two summers ago. Two summers ago. ago. Two summers ago. Yeah. See how it's that, but it's that much of an impact. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, still, it's, it's still right there. It's still right. the best summer you know? movie. Yeah. yeah. It still mm-hmm. is because even you know Iron Man was fun, but. Second one, not you so know, much. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know what? It's Iron Man two was. It was like it was like everything you expected to see. Sure. And so it was like, oh, okay, that's what I expected. But it didn't to transcend see. anything. No, certainly not. I mean, the first one. I mean, the first one was just. We've always said this. The first one is just a fun. It's a great popcorn movie. Yeah, it's a great and, popcorn and comic. But, but I think movie, it did yeah. transcend a little bit. I think it was a little bit better than we thought it would be with Robert Downey Jr. And it yeah. just it looked it looked and it was just a fun movie that you enjoyed sure. even more than you thought mm-hmm. you would. Whereas the second one. I think our expectations were a little higher, especially sure, with uh, Mickey Rourke and sure, all that stuff. A like, lot maybe, to, yeah, it was a lot to live up to, and maybe to. like Mickey Rourke will pull kind of like uh, a Heath Ledger kind of thing, make something cool with the character. Sure. And none of that happened. No, it was it just, was kind of cool. I mean, I kind of like Mickey Rourke, in it, but I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, but he, but he he didn't he wasn't he wasn't special. No, I mean, no, he, no, and he really you know hoped he would have been right. Especially coming off of all you know his hype for the wrestler and everything, right? Which know. he was amazing. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So it was it was fun, but it was that's all it was. It wasn't that movie was could have been more. He should have played a wrestler. It was movie. formulaic. I think it was what we expected to right. see, and then it, that was it. But what I mean, what are you what are you like? What is overall your, summer? Your overall well, overall like overall last it had so many, I think it just had so many more big Hollywood films, and this year's been like 
the summer of the indie film, really. There's been a lot like Cyrus was really, yeah. really fun. If you haven't seen it, you should, you should see it. Uh, we've not, you know, we, we like those guys, the Duplass brothers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we, I saw that at South We have an old interview great. with them. I think, uh, yeah. I don't know if it made it to the new site after the first site crashed, but uh, we'll try to find it in the archives and, and po- repost mm-hmm. it. But that's, guys, guys are good and they're making good films. And I like the, the smaller movies. Uh, I mean, you know, last year was, uh, not, not bad for that either though. Moon. Yes. It was a great mm-hmm. film. But yeah, this, in the summer is just the, all the big movies. I mean, you may have nothing about like, you know, A Team and, it's all well. It's all. Really? It's all these pre-existing property. Like they're yeah, just scraping the barrel of pre-existing. What's been properties. your favorite movie this summer? This summer, this summer so far. Um, let's see. Well, I know you I really think, liked Inception. Like you have a you your review yeah. of it. You really I, liked it. I did, and I, I mean, you know, the thing is, it was so obvious because it's, it's like I said, there's so many few studio films that one really stands out for me. I really like it a lot. I'm with Matt Weinhold on that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is good. We can bury the whole you know, Star Trek hatchet and, <laughs> and move forward. <laughs> um, but I do. I like I like Cyrus. Oh, that was a, a really good little movie. How about Toy Story? You know what? I, you're all going to hate me. And everyone's like, what? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I put it off. I think it's going to be one of, one of your favorites I, of the I year. I put it yeah. off. Um, or of the summer, at least. Because that's probably my yeah, favorite it, of the it, summer. It may. I'm, you know what? Actually, some of the stuff I'm looking forward to is still to come. Which is? Expendables. Yeah, you, oh, I yeah, want to see it too. Coming up too. I, how yeah. do you not want to see that movie? I, I want to see it. Yeah. Every my, action star ever from the past. 25 my only years. question is, I like Terry Crews, but how is he an action? Like, well, yeah, I don't the, know. I don't, why didn't they get Carl Weathers? I don't like, know. I, I You're don't, right. They Carl Weathers. No. Or maybe him and Sly don't get along or something. Yeah, yeah something. They're, they're holding on to that grudge. <laughs> Rocky, I think. Some weird behind the scenes predator stuff. Or, I, is I, Jesse and Jesse Ventura in it? No, no. Steve he's, Cold Stone Stone called Steve Austin. Steve Austin. And okay. and Randy Couture, who's Randy a, Couture. He's a forty year old MMA star. He's a badass. Like just him alone makes me yeah. want to see it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then Dolph Lundgren. Yes. 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 Like, oh, Dolph Lundgren. Get him out of the direct to video world and yep. get him on yep. the big screen. I'm yep. so on board with the this. The only thing I would have said was Did you not call Jean Claude Van Damme? Yeah, yeah I mean, well, I think some of these guys. I think there's a couple of blood feuds that go there on in, the, in these action oh, worlds. Be, like, yeah. Yeah, okay, you know, and you know, it's and you know, there's some story. I wish I knew for sure, but I'm, I'm you know, it's like, you know, we were at. Uh, we were at Con and John Claude Van Damme took my girlfriend. And then, you, know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's something. Like, Screw that guy. He took the last bag of blow when we were on, uh, you know, yeah, you know, the Weinstein's story yacht. And then, yeah. uh, I, you know, I punched his assistant in the face or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's some Hollywood gunplay. Yeah, blow. It could be. Yeah, there could there be something going on. I, you know, speaking of him, though, if you haven't seen the movie JCVD, mm-hmm. JVC John Claude Van Damme, JCVD, it's a movie made a few years ago. It's awesome, and you should totally see it. What's Everyone about? should rent it. It's a, so almost it's like a semi documentary. It's about John Claude Van Damme. Literally, it's like he goes, it, he plays himself, and he goes into a, a in back. He's trying to get money because his wife is divorcing him, and there's a huge lawsuit with his kid and everything. And some of these people try to rob the the bank he's in, and, and it just it all goes from there. Mm-hmm. But he plays himself, and it's and, it, and the story about him, the plot is about his real life because he really was going through a huge, huge court battle with his wife, ex wife, to get you know custody of the kids, and it's crazy. And then, but there's moments where he talks right to the camera, and he's really intense, and he's crying. I mean, it's crazy. It's so good. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's it a really good, as, good movie. Is it as good as Rock of Love? Uh, <laughs> 
You can only hope. <laughs> I'd love to see Jean Claude Van Damme make a re. Make see, that a, sounds great. I haven't seen that movie yet, but I it's heard cool. about it. It's cool, really and I, I recommend it. It's an okay. interesting movie, especially for him. But also stuff. Um, uh, we have. Well, I don't know. We were gonna, we kind of mentioned earlier the other guys. I, I don't know what anyone thinks about that. I'm. I think the jury's out. I'm on the I, fence too. I'm hoping it's good. Yeah, I think it could be. Sure. I mean, honestly, I think it could be really funny. Like I, the the, the, the things I'm seeing in the trailer, like yeah. them, you know, driving around in a Prius and stuff like that. And I think that I think, you know, Wahlberg's badass yeah. will counter Will Ferrell's dorksness, whatever. Nonsense. I think I think I think it could. I think it really could work. I'm kind of excited for yeah, it. Mark yeah, Mark Wahlberg is pretty funny. When yeah, he's he like, is. He's being like a put upon. You know, guy yeah. opposite. It's funny. He's like a good Abbott. Yeah, he you is. Know, you wouldn't expect him to be, but he's, he's a good, yeah. he's a good well, straight he's a man. Well, he's a solid straight man, sure. and, and, you know, he's a really good actor that's Stop very... singing that song. Well, I, mean, like, I think, you know, like, I don't know that Date Night was the, the biggest home run of comedy movies, but Wahlberg's little cameo in it, his character was great. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, funny in it. And all the mm-hmm. not having yeah. a shirt on ever mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, that was... I think it could be good. And you guys have seen trailers for Machete? Yes. Yeah, I'm yes. surprised that got made. Uh, uh, wasn't that a fake trailer? In yeah, it was yes. a fake trailer. It was a trailer, yeah. but everyone loved it. was a trailer everyone loved the most. Right. And, uh, therefore, and, when, and during yeah. Grindhouse. Yeah. yeah, it's a fake trailer for yeah. I don't know. Well, I, well no, I know. Lo- no longer a, a fake fun. trailer. No, it's yeah. going to be. I it's got 100 it's, stars in it. Did you know that? Wow. It's got a ton of people in it. Did you it's see got the De trailer? <laughs> yeah, it's got like De Niro. It's got like all these guys. Seriously huge. Yeah. You think the Expendables had all the. Right, like Robert Rodriguez. Machete's got. He like went through his Rolodex and had everyone he's ever worked with. He put them in this movie. Yeah. All right. So, summer movies. Just real quick, Neil, what summer movie are you looking forward to next year? Um, Maybe Thor. Thor, okay. Really? I saw, you know what? I, I managed to see the, the trailer that the, that was the Comic Con trailer. And, you know, cause I, I thought this was going to be, I thought it was going to be the hardest one. How do you make Thor and kind of like. Such an obscure character, yeah, too. And, like, and, like, and there's not a lot of, of like Thor diehard. Speaking of Viking Vikings, movies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you want, you want a, you know, action packed, uh, Viking movie. This will probably be the one to choose. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, also, it's just, you know, it's a weird character. How do you like integrate that? I just thought it was, is weird. I think it's Thor like a, just in a prequel for film. For the Avengers and, movie, well, it, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of that in it. But I, yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, it "Looks kind of good." <laughs> I right. don't know. We'll see. It might be a lot of fun. I'm excited so, for it. I mean, I'm, right. I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious to. I mean, I'm going to see how they pull it all together. If they can, any comic book character, if executed correctly, could be great. Yep. That's yeah. Very true. You know. Um, Speaking of, as we go to DVD, Kick Ass. Oh God. Kick Ass yes. on DVD. A lot of My birthday is August fifth. Yeah. Buy it. <laughs> there you go. Um, buy it in Graham's name. By in my, in my <laughs> name, I'm telling you, I cannot wait to see what the special features they have on this movie. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the kind of movie we talked about it before. It, the marketing campaign and the trailer completely ruined it. Oh. It made it look like a Spy Kids yeah, movie. Worst, a, worst trailer. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, you know, you guys, like I said, some of you caught it in the theaters. It wasn't around too long. It did okay. It didn't do great. But... Make it up in the DVD. See it on DVD. This is yeah. a great example of how we talk about voting with your dollars. Because it didn't do as well as I as I think we all think it should, should have, have in done. the theaters, yeah. having it do um, amazing DVD business yeah. will make will help studios go, well, maybe yeah, this, there is a there is a market for this. Absolutely. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? And it doesn't, and you don't even have to buy it. You know, you just uh, you rent it. You rent know, it, rent whatever. It Netflix just or whatever. You absolutely. Just, you, you, make sure. you make it in demand. Yeah. So then what happens is Netflix or Blockbuster or whatever, they have to buy more copies from the studio. Sure. Yeah. I mean, however, just support I, if, if, support the movie. I mean, I'm going to buy a copy of this 
for sure. And I saw that yeah. moving the theaters. So. I'm going to do it. I mean, Graham's probably going to buy one copy, throw it away, then buy another copy to watch. Yes, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to buy one that I'm only going to touch with my kitten hands. Yeah. Oh, you thought that rip was wrong. Nice, nice. That's what, kiddo. That's what I do. I'm Johnny Callback. That's what being on the road does. I'm going to palm strike that bid. Ha ha. Available on the website. Um, and then, all right. So yeah. W- Buy whatever, watch the kick ass DVD. Yeah, Ghost Rider? Definitely. Ghost Rider liked Ghost yes, Rider. Yeah, it was I, good. Mm-hmm. Best movie directed by a pedophile so far <laughs> this year. Uh, <laughs> was it last year? Uh, it was, you mean the guy from Powder didn't have a movie yeah. out this year? <laughs> it was, you know, you forget the Roman Polanski with all the, the, um, the controversies around him. He's actually a very good director. And yeah. you, you see him. Not only direct um, actors well, but he the way he fills his frame, the way he fills his scenes, it's uh, it's the way an old school director would would do it. Where it's like everything means something. The way he composes mm-hmm. his scene, it means something. There's there's it's full of subtext. Uh, the only thing that didn't resonate is uh, uh, ruining a young girl's life thirty years ago. A, a yeah. yes. <laughs> I don't care how good a director you are. Sorry. B. The uh, second part, and the, and the the reason this next part did not resonate is because of that. Uh, a because uh, they were shooting scenes in quote New England that looked a lot like a European coast. Yeah, it was so clearly, it was so clearly the British Isles. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, like, oh, this looks nothing like New England. Yeah. You can't even CG in a lighthouse and make it look like New England. Yeah. Yeah. It's not New England. So, you're because not allowed you're not allowed there. in yeah. the States. Okay, so that, okay. Uh, and then the next one, none of us saw, but I heard wasn't I did too see bad. It. Oh, you did? I did see Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, okay. um, I actually saw it on a plane. Um, I don't know. I, I just is it good for middle schoolers? I think I think kids, middle school kids, thirteen, fourteen year olds, twelve to twelve to fourteen might really like it. Uh, I don't know. I didn't find the lead character that likable or redeemable, and I know that was kind of supposed to be the point. But so it's a movie for Roman Polanski to show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, I think it's, it, it just might be one of these kind of quirky movies that either is going to really resonate with you or not. And I'm not saying that it's a bad movie. I'm just saying that it just it didn't really hit like me. like Inception. You guys felt about yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Inception so, is a very well made movie that I just so it didn't, didn't appeal didn't really to your inner thirteen year old boy. No, my inner thirteen year old boy was appealed to in Kick Ass. Right. Yes. That, Dressing up. And that's a fighting. great example. Dude, that's a great example. Girls, thirteen year old boys. thirteen year old boys were. <laughs> that's if I, I wish I would have known girls that could kill people with a knife when I was that age. I'd like to know them now. If there's any hot girls that can kill people with a knife, email me, and I'll tell you I'm married. Uh, (laughs) But thanks for calling. But thanks for calling. I just appreciate I just want to know you exist. Yeah, and I'd like to see your portfolio. And I want to see your portfolio (laughs) and photos of your knife collection. Yeah. (laughs) If you have throwing stars, even better. Oh, my God, I want to see your throwing stars. Um... Oh, God. All right. Uh, let's get into opening this week. Graham, I'm just going to let you kind of go off on this because oh. you've already started. Step up 3D. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. my. This is the top of the mountain of way too much 3D. Tech. We're, really? Does a hip-hop <laughs> dance movie need to be in 3D? What about these kids and their – I love these movies because they always have these like – 
forced catchphrases. Like they're trying yeah. to jam in there that I've never heard a kid say, or they're just like, yeah, you better react to your own blah, blah, blah. You know, it's honestly like watching Saint Elmo. <laughs> you better Elmo. check it before you wreck it. Exactly. It'll have, it'll have 15 of those and a couple talk to the hands, whatever the, the right. 2010, the new, whatever. Whatever the studios think the new 2010 yes, saying whatever is. Whatever the new no don't go there schools, is. Yeah. Like it's like watching Saint Elmo's fire when they would do that, like, booga, 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 oh, 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 oh. Like, Shut up. This is no I group of friends that. ever did that. Go watch St. Elmo's Fire. It's okay. so dumb. Um, and why don't they make that in 3D? Like, what else? Uh, yeah. What other dumb bullshit could you, like, Ghost Rider in 3D? Like, let's make the kids are all right in 3D. So we can have lesbians kissing uh, in 3D. Like, what? Well, hey, no, wait, right. just hold on there, pal. Hold on there. Back that truck up. It would be great to have kitten hands coming right at oh. you. <laughs> face it's like having real kittens this is so stupid like i cannot say when we get to vote with your dollars say enough to 3d movies unless they were clearly made to be 3d i'm afraid i have something to interject yes because you know i've already thrown the hat in i'm going to see piranha 3d <laughs> but that makes more sense than a hip hop course dance it movie. does. Sure, but it does. But it's still 3D. Like I'm sick of the 3D already. Sure. Too. But that movie was made for 3D. That movie was made yeah. 3D, for 3D in mind. And yeah. honestly, horror movies in 3D, I'm all for it. House of Wax. Some. Go watch that from 50, 60 yeah. years ago. It was yeah. made scary. God, it really was to... that long ago. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Honestly. Long time. Uh, uh, scary movies are made to make you jump out of your seat. Yeah. And so having something Absolutely. jump out of the screen and your face well, is great. Maybe Slip Up 3D is a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, is that what's Yeah, we never thought of that. dance on your grave. That, that vampire can really kick it. <laughs> oh, are you for real, zombie? Yeah. <laughs> Becomes a thriller video. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's it. Does look like one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, yeah. And but and 3D is going to make it worse. So, oh yeah. So um, stop buying going to 3D movies unless they're really meant to be. It is what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, the other guys. We already the, talked about that. Yes, and we're we're so not shut up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Mark Wahlberg? Now, <laughs> how's your mother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I will say that the trailer where. Um, uh, God, I'm blanking on her name. The very beautiful actress plays um, Wolf- Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes plays his wife, and she and and and, and Will Ferrell's like, yeah, the old battle axe, and yeah. he's like, no, seriously, who is that? Yeah, like, I, I think that is so great <laughs> that this that this that this kind of dorky moron has this crazy hot wife, yep. and Mark Wahlberg is like pissed off about right. it. Like, that, that, I bet you that could be really funny. That's why I want to see that. So yeah, it could be good. I mean, uh, so we'll see. Uh, flipped. This is an interesting movie. It's based on a uh, a book that's a best selling book about eight two eighth graders who fall for each other despite being opposites. Now, is that as you know boring as that sounds? Yeah. It may be good. The reason is Rob Reiner's directing it, and it might give it like a Stand By Me kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure. This I think that could go either way too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just true. I'll see it. You know. Well, I'll see Rob Reiner films. Yeah, no, he's he's. There's no question. He's a great well, it director. On what weekend so. that he'll be seeing something else. Yeah, <laughs> if it's not as long as it's not Piranha 3D. <laughs> weekend. Yeah, sorry, Piranha 3D. Yeah. I can't, I'm not going to be able to see if it. If it's flipped <laughs> in 3D, then I'm yeah. in. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. it. 
All right, that's our show. Mm-hmm. Let's do our uh, wrap it up a little bit. Um, yeah. What do we uh, What do we want to wrap up? Neil, anything you want to talk about? Or well, Neil, well, I'll be back at work at USC in yeah. about an hour. <laughs> so look for me down there um, in the education department. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what do you work in? Yeah, Neil's. Uh, we we didn't get into this, but Neil actually um, he's been around uh, sets and movies a long time. He's actually been a production designer and an art director, so he knows his way around a set. Um, but right now, some hobbies that people don't know about Neil. He's actually, he writes poetry. No way. I yeah. Do. Yes. And you've been published online, right? I a couple have. places. Yeah. Did you, now you wrote The Man from Nantucket. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> Variations on a theme. Yes. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first one was a haiku, right? Yeah. Didn't yeah. haiku? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but where can we see these poems? Um, uh, wow, where can we see these poems? <clears throat> well, you can ask me and I'll email them to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. No, there's, there's probably one or two, um, uh, there's probably one or two online somewhere I could, um, probably send you the link to that. Um, and I have <laughs> just each audience a, member yeah, listening independently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just drop me a line. I'll let you know. It's, but are you on Facebook or MySpace or anything like that for people to Twitter, contact you? Right? Um, yeah, I'm, I am on Twitter. It's Wickley, W-Y-C-H-L-E-A. No one ever knows what that means. That's my, here's, here's what you want a nerdy thing. That's my last name and it's original old English. Oh, oh had a boy. Nice. Yeah, Wick that's, meaning that's the Viking tree. spelling, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Old Norse spelling. Neil is yeah. the 13th warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and what's weird is when you translate that into the Old English meaning, it means kitten hands. <laughs> Way to wrap up this episode. I wish. He just got back was... from 12 wonderful shows at yeah. the Improv in Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. So uh, are we going to see a uh, – we're going to see a new article possibly wrapping up the summer? Uh, summer movie? Probably. Uh, I think so. Because post-mortem? I, yeah, I will, I will probably do an article like that because, you know, I guess I didn't really do one to start it because it was such a crappy summer. Yeah. Um, so the, the, yeah. The, the wrap-up will be shorter. Yeah, do it. Yeah, it'll be more inter- – and, and maybe and, – and tie in some of your Comic-Con stuff because we didn't get – I okay. think that's where I got to go to Comic-Con this year, which is a little bit of a drag. But Yeah, it is, it is kind of a bummer. Though. I, mean, I would kind of wanted to go to that. But, um, oh, uh, I'm going to Vegas next weekend. Star Trek convention, my first one ever. Oh yeah, so perhaps Dean actually. I'll see if I can hook up with Dean, and um, if not, not, I will write. I'll I'll write about about my Star Trek convention. (laughs) I will write about my adventures. Oh yes, so be expecting that. Oh man, trouble with tribbles. There'll be (laughs) yes. So yeah, because it is my first one. So. All right. So that'll be but not what happens that. with the a tricorder in Vegas. Yes, stay <laughs> in the tricorder uh, unless, in Vegas. You know, unless the Romulans get a hold of it. <laughs> oh, easy on the Romulan ale when you go to the strip clubs. Um, so, oh, no. So bad. anything else? We're, we just want to, like uh, like we were talking about earlier, promote the iPhone app. It's a lot of fun. We're going to have. Definitely. We're going to be adding the bonus content on for every episode. And this episode's going to have a little something, something. It's going to have a little wanna, something, a little, little something surprise. from Neil. Not, little... not sure what's going to be yet, but you will know. There's going to be, like I said, there's going to be coupons for the site if you get the iPhone app yes. and the special features. Mm. And again, um, you know, the thing that helps with iPhone is when you guys write positive reviews for the app and the site itself, it helps us in the rankings and stuff like that so more people can hear about it. 
Absolutely. So we, we really appreciate that. You know, anytime you put a positive review up there, if you have something negative to say, then, then stick it in your face. Um, <laughs> or just email us. A lot of just, people just email us. Just email us, email us though. Yeah. Don't post them. <laughs> we need, we need five stars up there, kids. Because uh, we, uh, we, we do get a lot of emails and, uh, it's uh, both good and bad. And, and we're not the, we're, we're guys, we actually like hearing everything. I want to, uh, we, we want to hear, hear what you like, what you don't like about the show. And you can, you know, feel free to email. We answer almost all the emails. We try to answer too. every email we get because um, we really appreciate you guys listening. Take, and, take, and taking the time, absolutely. Yes, we absolutely do because that's what we like. You know, we like discussing and debating movies on the show. So we'll and a lot of your complaints have been stuff that we've been working on and fixing things yeah. like sound quality yeah. and other things. And you know, we know we are aware of uh, a lot of the other little quirks yeah. <laughs> of the site and podcast. So, well, we love hearing from you. And like we said, you know, we we appreciate you guys buying stuff in the store. We got our first order from Japan. Yes. Uh, so we do ship internationally. Oh, hero! Yeah. <laughs> All right, that order just got canceled. Uh, and uh, uh, you don't need a PayPal account. You, you go through PayPal to, to check out right now, but you can just use a credit card. And we, yeah, like you, I said, we do really appreciate you guys. Uh, oh, the orders and stuff, we really, you yeah, guys, we really like we said, you you know, we've said it numerous times. If everybody just spent 20 bucks once a year on this site, it would keep it running. And that's starting to happen. And we that's why we just bought a new soundboard and everything. Yes. So we just want to bring the best show to you guys because we absolutely love doing it. And Chris and I, especially when we go on the road and fans come up, it just it's awesome. It's so cool to interact and how much people love the show. So spread the word. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, pluggy plug. Chrissy, Chris, what do you got? So we've got our uh like you got I some said, Viking poetry. I've got some Viking poetry I'd like to uh <laughs> share. Um It was cold and wet. Uh, <laughs> the swords were like icebergs. I couldn't find my helmet hat. Uh <laughs> um, <laughs> it won't have that many words if it was with the horns. Horns. Uh, yeah, And why do they have English accents? Yeah. Like they, shouldn't they? <laughs> they're all Scotsmen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're no, that all makes Scotsmen. Sense. It's not like Prince of Persia. Uh <laughs> Uh, I was just on Podcast Squared. You can check that out. And as always, we have Pacify Me Handbook for the Freaked Out and Done. We actually have a couple of Myopic Visions DVDs left. Mm-hmm. That's the movie that's, uh, that's my DVD of all my short films. Actually, Neil Production designed a lot of those. And, uh, it has comedians that you recognize. Graham's in one of them. Paul F. Tompkins, Jay Johnston, uh, Jennifer Lee Cox. It's all stuff that's been on HBO on the Sci-Fi Channel. Right on. Um, any upcoming shows, my friend? Uh, not right now. Well, no, we have one. The uh, we will be at the Albuquerque Film Festival. Oh, I thought you meant tomorrow. Um, <laughs> in the next hour, yeah, yes. are you doing a show in the next hour? Um, yeah, we will. Chris and I will be at the Albuquerque Film Festival August twenty fifth through the twenty ninth. It's going to be great. It's going to be really great. We are bringing a block of short films. We are emceeing the closing ceremonies, the award show, and we are taping uh, like a, a pilot of our TV show version, which is sort of a hybrid of the podcast and the uh, live show that we've done. Um, which will be really cool. Doing like a little taping, a little pilot presentation for Reels Channel, which will be awesome. Um, I will be at the uh, my next gig is at Parlor Live in Bellevue, um, which is right outside of uh, you know suburb of Seattle with Doug Benson. Um, August twelfth through the fifteenth, and on the fifteenth, Doug and I are going to tape a live episode of I Love Movies at at Parlor Live. So if you're an I Love Movies fan as well, and you're in the Seattle area that weekend, come check it out. Uh, and then we will be at the Knitting Factory August 20th in Spokane, Washington, and August 21st at the Knitting Factory in Boise. Well, I already talked about Albuquerque Film Festival, and then I will be in Las Vegas August 31st through September 5th. And, of course, uh, we are both on Twitter at Graham Elwood. And I'm at Myopic Prod, M-Y-O-P. And at uh, Comedy Film Nerds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was... Uh, 
get cut off right right about there because I'm like, oh wait, that's too many letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at Comedy Film Nerds and uh, individually myopic prod m y o p i c p r o d. And Neil, you gave them theirs, right? Yeah, yeah Wickley, okay. W-Y-C-H-L-E-A. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, we are both, uh, Chris Mancini and Graham Elder on, uh, Facebook. And, and we, oh, and we also, if you get the iPhone app too, you can join the fan page now. That's, yeah, we have a fan page on Facebook. You can join directly through the nice. iPhone yeah. app. So, uh, thank you so much to our guest, Neil Weekly, man. Thanks for writing so much content yeah. for the site, brother. We appreciate You're a big it. Part the of the site. We it. appreciate it. You're welcome. Someday I'll expect a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Or yeah. at least kitten hands. Yeah. Kitten hands <laughs> or half a glass of coconut water. Right. <laughs> kitten hands. <laughs> coconut soaked kitten hands. Um, now it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show. Um, that's our, that's it. We're starting weekly shows man so bang august 2010 it's going down so thanks for listening post up the positive reviews uh my name is graham elwood i'm chris mancini thanks for listening remember Han Han shot shot first. first